0: David Bowie, you become friends and neighbors. You end up actually doing a Joy Division song with Joy Division on stage at your own festival. And you were still feeling like that hole, right? For a while, I have to say, that existential void that I still carry around, when I was on stage singing with David Bowie, or like there's one of, if I have a favorite part of the book, it's when David Bowie came over to my house one morning And just the two of us, and he brought coffee. Um, And when you open your front door and David Bowie's standing there and he says, I brought coffee. That's an interesting, wonderful moment. And then we're sitting on my couch and we play Heroes together on acoustic guitar. Just the two of us, Saturday morning, 10 o'clock, sun coming through the skylights and the windows. That, enough of that for a brief moment did fill that whole, like it, like... It gave me a sense of, like, belonging and worth that I hadn't felt, but it's still external, you know? I mean, it's David Bowie, the greatest musician of all time, and the fact that he loved me and we were friends and we worked on music together, it was still external. And, again, I sound like a greeting card, but, like, you cannot ever fix yourself in a sustainable way with external things. And we live in a culture that just doesn't... People constantly think like if you have the right existential portfolio you know if you have the right i don't know salary job affairs drugs alcohol medication vacation spots etc that somehow you'll find happiness but i challenge you give me evidence for when that has ever worked you just described Instagram pretty much I just described Trump I just (laughs) described Kanye I just described Kurt Cobain I just described Robin Williams and Anthony Bourdain I just described like it doesn't work but like it's such an insidious cycle because the people who get to the point where they've achieved their goals they tend to be miserable But then most people sort of think, oh, if only I can get to that point Mm. where I have as much fame and wealth as Kanye, then I'll be happy. But Then you look at Kanye, I mean, he seems like just a miserable lunatic. Like he seems like the saddest person on the planet, you know, Um, interesting, talented, but out of his mind with like sadness and despair. You know, when you find yourself rambling and coherently wearing a racist hat with the racist president of the United States, you know that something is not right. Um, but yet everyone keeps buying into this system. It reminds, do you remember... Um, those movies, The Decline and Fall of Western Civilization. Yeah, Penelope Spheres, yeah. There's the first one, the, the punk one, which I just recently watched and rewatched, and it's so good. Because I'm old, I saw it when it came out in theaters <laughs> in 82. Um, but the second one, The Metal Years, if you haven't rewatched it, it's really interesting um, because when they interview all these kids and they ask them, like, what do you want in life? Without question, fame. And I feel like the same thing would be true now. If like you interviewed all like the Instagram influencers and all these people, like they just think that fame is the answer to everything. Mm. And I'm like, once again, show me when that has ever been the case.